Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. How do you feel in the day-to-day running of your business? How do you handle challenges that pop up? How do you celebrate the good times and the wins in your business? What do you do to have fun as a business owner? We can get so tied up in the make or break of our business that we actually forget that we love what we do. Imposter syndrome, a fear of failure, fear of missing out. Most of us are familiar with these feelings and they're totally normal. It's not an indication that there's anything wrong with your business. In fact, it's a sign that you're just like the rest of us. What's important is you don't let those feelings hold you back from moving forward in your business. And a great way to do that is to not focus solely on getting more success. It's to focus on having more fun and success will flow from there. I've got a fantastic guest on the show today who is a great role model for enjoying your business as you run and grow it. My gorgeous friend, Julie C. Butler, started her first business as a self-taught portrait photographer 15 plus years ago. Since then, she's also created a gorgeous stock photo membership site, and she's an amazing coach who helps female entrepreneurs who are in love with what they do build and grow their business so they can achieve a level of success that goes above and beyond by creating irresistible, high-converting brands that let them connect with their dream clients. Whenever I'm in Julie's space, whether that be chatting in person or collaborating on a project or just following along online, it always feels joyful and light and breezy. She makes business so much fun and I'm so excited to have her on the show today to talk about how to have fun in your business. Julie, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here and thank you so much for the intro. I'm so, again, I, I, I feel the same way, like being in your presence, like I want to do it more. We had, a, we had an opportunity to meet up for the first time a few months ago, and it was just so wonderful hanging out with you. And I think that, you know, we vibe. Yeah, it felt like instant besties. Like the first conversation yes. we had was when we were working together and it was like I'd known you for five years. It was really, really cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. Too bad the time zones, right? Like we're so opposites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're in completely different areas of the world, but it doesn't feel like it at all. I felt like we were having coffee. And since then, like when we just randomly DM or share each other's stuff on Insta, I feel like it's like a friend that I've known in real life for years sort of thing. And I think that's the power of like of enjoying what you do is it, it really that vibe comes along with it and you can connect with somebody straight away and know straight away if you enjoy being in their space and I'm totally like that with you so yeah it's fun <laughs> I know same same and it's so important right because I you know a lot of times you hear this and I disagree with it completely but a lot of people saying that owning and running your your own business, especially us running our own online businesses can get lonely. And I disagree with that because I think that if we do it right, we can make some amazing connections throughout, you know, collaborating in different things or, or being in different Facebook groups and, and making those, you know, like, like making a point to 
create those relationships with those people that are begun- they're going to become your biz besties. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. We might be working from home solo, but I've never actually felt lonely. And I'm an introvert. So sometimes I need like my own space to recharge. But it's it's so different being in the online world. When you find people that you really do vibe with, it's like I don't know. It just adds a fun party atmosphere to everything. And it's like my eyes light up when I talk about conversion rates and that sort of thing and sales pitches and, you know, like stuff that in real life, like my regular job friends, their eyes glaze over when I start to talk about, (laughs) you know, like bundles and summits and welcome email sequences and how exciting all of that is because it frees me up so much. And they're like, yeah, I don't understand any of the things you're talking about. So it's so nice (laughs) to have friends that get it. We have to find those people because here's the thing, right? Like, like the, t- the, I mean, I think the theme of our talk today is, is about how having fun in our business is, is important and key and it's going to keep us going. But, but like, I don't know if it's the same with you, but I can't talk about this stuff to my husband. And I'm sure that a lot of you listening are like, you're right. I can't talk to about this stuff to, um, you know, my husband, my partner, my, my wife, whatever, whoever you are, right? Like uh, they just don't get it. No, that's the thing. They love us, but they just have no idea what the heck we're talking about because it's not <laughs> in their zone. It's not in their environment. Yeah. You know, you know, conversion rates, upsells, bump sells, things like that. You know, they're like, no, I don't. It's another language. It's completely different. And I'm like that with my husband's career as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand anything about what you do. And we basically talk at each other, not to each other about work <laughs> stuff. And it's yeah. just, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and I've, I've said to my husband before, like many times, I'm like, do you even know what I do? <laughs> I know. How many times do you go to like Christmas dinner and the family's like, ah, oh, what do you do again? How's your little business going? Actually, my uh, little business has grown quite a lot this year because it doesn't feel real because it's online. It's like we make money from our words and advice, which is such a cool thing when you think about it. We get to help people from our own home and make a great income doing that in the time frame that suits our life, like that is the most empowered feeling ever. So yes. I wish more people knew about it. Right? Yeah. I think I think, you know, thank you. Okay, like not thank you, pandemic, but thank you because you know, it's allowed more and more of us to go out and be creative and create, you know, start our online businesses, which is we want this for uh, everybody right? Everybody who desires it, right? Because some people have no interest in it whatsoever in creating an online business and that's okay. Yeah. But for people who want to live a life that they get to design by themselves, this is the time to do it. There's never been a better time to do it. Tools are affordable. Things are easy to learn how to do them if you're interested in them. It's just, it's a whole new world. It's like a complete rabbit hole that you go down. Mm -hmm. And I love living in this world. It's amazing. So do I. (laughs) So you had a traditional business too, right? So when you first started off as a business owner, you did photography, which is very, very different to the online space, but I think does have some similarities in that we serve other people, We've got to get clients. We've got, you know, upsells and that sort of thing or ongoing client relationships that we have to talk about. So you've kind of done both the traditional style business model and then online offers and an online business and kind of, you know, coaching and consulting space as well, programs and courses. Uh, Which one would you say is more fun for you? Did you enjoy one over the other or do you like both? How does that, yeah, how does that fit with your life? 
So they came into phases. So I actually, I used to be a travel agent. So I went to school. I know. I went, to, I went to school in college. I did travel and tourism. And then I worked in the industry for 10 years. The pay was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I got to travel the world. And it was incredible. And then I got married and started having children. So the traveling kind of went to a zero. <laughs> um, and that's kind of when my photography career started. I was working, but I was um, after I had Cameron. He's 17 now. I was like, you know what? Like, actually, no, that's not true. We went, I, I traveled and I fell in love with photography. And, um, and there's a point to my story that I want to get into that's going to be juicy, but I fell in love with photography. And I remember going to Australia, Marissa, and, and if anybody of you guys are listening and, and going, yeah, I totally know what she's talking about. But my <laughs> girlfriend and I, between the two of us, we had about 50 rolls of film. Wow. And, Yes. And, and uh, that was like, okay, maybe it's time to get a digital camera. Cause that's when they kind of started. Does yes. that age me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I was a role of right? film photographer too. Exactly. But a few years, few years later I had Cameron and then I was like, Oh my God, like, uh, like travel. I fell in love with photography during my travels as a travel agent. And then I wanted to document the life of my, my child, my son, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I wanted to take pictures of him and I'm an artist. So I already knew this, you know, I went from quilting to scrapbooking to oil painting. Like I'm an artist through and through. Yeah. And so every time I had a different project or whatever, that always fuels me, right? So photography was like right on the money, right? In terms of artistry. So I started taking pictures of my baby and I... I learned what I needed to do. Like I just went, I, I started going on message boards back in the day. There was a lot of forums and message yeah. boards and I took some workshops, you know, online workshops were a thing like whatever, 15 years ago or 17. And then um, uh, I went to some live workshops, which was really cool. And then a couple of years later, here I am a professional portrait photographer slash wedding photographer. And I was like published in magazines and I would book no word of a lie like probably 95% of the wedding consultations I had I booked them so I was like in 2011 I became a sought after wedding photographer but that's the thing about service-based businesses and probably a little bit of the coaching side goes into this as well is that if you overdo it you'll get sick of it right and that's what happened to me mm, yeah yeah and so I overdid it. I was always gone on weekends. I was because you can't control when people get married or the hours they get married in. So I was gone all weekend. And then during the week, I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old who are, you know, I'm always on the computer because I have to turn around all these pictures, right? Yeah. And then like my six-year-old son even said to me, mommy, can we have a second mommy so that She's someone that's not always on the computer. Oh. I know, right? And so I got sick of it. I got tired of it because it was too much, right? So fast forward, I joined a network marketing company. It came into my life at the perfect time and it was amazing, but it did not fuel the artist in me, right? Like yeah. you guys know, if you're listening and if you've dabbled in network marketing, I think a lot of us have. Mm -hmm. um, it's 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 that business model that 
I don't know, you kind of, you have to rely on a team in order to grow and make money. And, and I just wasn't, why? Yep. yes, yes. And, and it's very salesy and not in a good way. And I was always finding myself, I always had to have an agenda whenever mm-hmm. I was going to parties or meeting with people. I always had an agenda. I could never, I've never felt at peace. And after I, I was successful, like the first year I zoomed right up the levels, but after that, couple of years went by, I I lost the desire for it. I lost the passion. It didn't fuel me anymore. So then I started photography again. I started photographing beautiful women in business, like, and and photographing them, like doing brand, personal brand photography. And I loved it. And I'm like, you know what? Am I supposed to be doing, like I did some soul searching, which I think is important in our business because sometimes we get to a place where we're not loving what we're doing anymore. Mm. And we have to ask ourselves, am I, am I supposed to do this or should I be doing this other thing, right? And if you ask your heart, it never lies, right? That's Oprah quote, yeah. <laughs> um, right? And it's true. If you ask your heart, your heart never lies. And so I did that. I did some soul searching. I'm like, am I supposed to be doing network marketing or should I be pursuing my career in photography? And it said no to network marketing. And I listened. Was it scary? Hell yeah. I had devoted the the last six years of my life to network marketing. I thought I was going to be, I thought that was going to be me for the rest of my life. And Mm. so saying the words I'm not doing this anymore was difficult, you know, like I had to go through the, the process of, um, you know, um, uh, grieving, right? Yes. Cause grieving you're saying goodbye the to your old life. Yes. Yeah. Grieving the life that I've given so much to for the last six years. Right. But I embraced the new path that was in front of me, which was photography. And that is when I started thinking outside the box. And I'm like, there's got to be a way I can have an online international business, right? And so that is how I stock by my stock photography membership was born. I'm like, well, I have all of these beautiful, I love photographing women in business, like brand style photography. And, and I started shooting like desktops and stuff like that. And I created, you know, a style um, stock photo membership. And so that was good for, you know, like, I mean, obviously I still have it. Um, But if you ask me today, if I, like, I think that the photography part of me, the photographer in me has run its course. And over the last year, I've been loving it less and less. And not the people. I love the people. Like whenever I'm photographing people, I love the people. But it's me having to go out, plan a photo shoot, do go out and do it. I'm just not in love with it anymore. Daily actions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I'm listening. I'm listening to my heart. I'm listening to my soul. Because when we do something that we are not fully aligned with, it will show in the results. Right. I think you can agree with that. Yeah. Totally. You can really mm-hmm. tell. You can tell in your own work. You can tell in someone else's. It's, yeah, you kind of shine through your work when you're enjoying what you do. Yeah. Exactly. And it shows in the results, like in our sales and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And so, and we would like, we not to sound all woo woo, but I am woo woo. And we're sending the wrong messages to the universe when we're like, yes. you know, you're saying yes to the photo shoot, but really your heart is saying no. Like, what are you telling the universe? Like, send, you're telling 
the universe, you don't know what you want. And so it doesn't know what to send you, right? Yeah. And truly, really, I love my online business. I love helping women entrepreneurs build and grow their businesses to that next level, to scale their businesses so that they can live a life of abundance and freedom, right? That's my passion. And that is what I am absolutely in love with. And so I am allowing myself to say no to being a photographer anymore. Yes, that's really good. And I love the way that you each transition that you made from your business it was one based on how it felt like that was, that's such a key moment because so many of us have this fork in the road, right? Where we think, oh, what am I meant to be doing? And I had the same with my businesses because my first one was beautifully organized, which is still running, but it's pretty much 90% on autopilot now because it's all course based. But it used to be that I would go to other mums' houses and organize them. And then I would come home and I was too tired to organize my own house or play with my own kids. And like my life was totally out of balance. And so I had that fork in the road, like, what am, what am I going to do? You know, do I keep going with this job that I'm good at? And I enjoy the actual job, but the imbalance it caused in my life made it not fun anymore. And that's when I made the decision to switch to an online version and add courses and just let it be like that. Best decision I ever made because I had more time and energy back. I was still able to help people. And now I have an unlimited earning potential because it's all on autopilot. If I hadn't have discovered that, my life would look completely different right now. I would be exhausted. I would be trading time for hours. I wouldn't have any balance. I wouldn't be able to do any fun stuff with my kids or be the parent that's available to go to school things. It's completely different. And the way I feel as a person is a reflection of that for sure. Mm hmm. And it's it's important because that's how we're going to have fun doing what it is that we're doing. Right. If you're feeling these these feelings of like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, how fun is that? Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're 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 loving what you're doing, it just naturally becomes fun. Yes. OK, sure. There's stuff we don't like doing, like, you know, like in everything, there are things that we don't like doing. But when we get to a place where we can we can outsource and outsource that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but it's very important and it's going to affect you all around your life, right? If you're not loving what you're doing, then you're stressed out. Maybe you're resentful. And guess what? You're going to take it out on the people you love, right? Yes. That's so true. Do you think that's why we get so serious as business owners is because we're not enjoying what we're doing? It's really just the fact that the fun is gone is why we're like, oh, I got to slog it out and show up day to day. Like for people who are feeling stuck in a rut, do you think it's just because they haven't really thought, hey, how can I make this actually fun? Like how can I add more interest to it? Yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, that whole stuck in a rut thing. I think that it could come from a couple of different reasons. I think I was stuck and in a rut for a long time because I wasn't listening to my heart. I wasn't listening and I wasn't paying attention to my true desires. Right. When I was, you know, trying to figure out like, oh, do I do network marketing or do I not? I stayed stuck there for way too long mm -hmm. instead of allowing myself to accept, to, to maybe in, like to be open to the opportunities as well, right? Because the universe will, will reward us with the opportunities. It always does, right? But if you're in a rut, you're feeling stuck, you don't allow yourself to listen or to be open to receiving the opportunities of what it is that you should be focusing on, working on, or really sometimes 
just letting ourselves go to that place that our heart is being called to go, right? Whatever that looks like. And if you can just, if we can just get out of that place and go to that place of, okay, let's have a listen to the heart. Let's have a a listen to your soul and really, you know, kind of like, I think it just really comes down to like going to a place and letting yourself and allowing yourself being, I don't want to say called to, but that thing that, that you're right. What you're being called to do, imagine yourself doing that thing. And then I say, go for it because life is way too short Mm -hmm. to not have fun in our businesses. Like, like, I don't, I don't like saying this, but what if we died tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Would you have any regrets? Would you be like, you know what? I really should have listened to my heart and I should have gone for that business idea. That yes. is the universe sending you that, by the way, that business idea was sent to you for a reason, right? Let's listen to Jack Canfield. What is it? The, the principles of success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's Mm -hmm. so true. I think you get an intuitive hit on what you're meant to be doing. And it's not necessarily going to be what you're going to do forever because you're right, as you change and grow as a person, as new opportunities become available, you get pulled to those as well. Mm -hmm. Like when I was in high school and all of my friends and they were all like, becoming lawyers and doctors and very serious professions. And I was very proud of them, but I had no idea how to answer the question, what do you want to do for a living? And I think it's because the internet didn't exist when I was in high school. It was like just becoming a thing. What I wanted to do wasn't even an option. So I kind of floated around hospitality Mm -hmm. and retail and corporate life. And I was good at everything I did because I'm a person who's quite positive by nature. I can find the silver lining in things. I can make things fun. Waitressing, I was also, you know, I had the highest sales rate for desserts because I had a fun way of asking people if they wanted some, you know. Mm -hmm. you, You can make any job that you're doing fun, but when you intuitively follow what you're meant to be doing, it's a whole nother level. Like you get lit up by doing what you're doing. Like what we're doing now, like how fun is it that we get to just sit and chat and call it work? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Right. And you're so right. Because when we are lit up and doing the things that we're doing, Mm -hmm. that results in sales in our business. It really does. It really does. It truly, when you are in alignment with what you do, and what feels right, it just, it, it, you, this, it, you see it coming, rewarding you in, in every direction. And the doors are opening for opportunities for you to grow even more. Yeah. But I think I want to, I want to, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, like, I feel like this could be me. I am giving you permission to let yourself imagine what that life could be if you were doing the thing that you're being called to do, but also take a chance. What do you have to lose, right? Mm-hmm. Even That's more funny. success. Yeah, especially these days where you can start as a side hustle if you want to. If you're worried about income, if you're like, I don't want to let that regular paycheck go, that's fine. Start on the side. It will become the thing that lights you up as part of your work day. You can start mm-hmm. with an hour, two hours. I still only work two hours now. Like you, It doesn't have to be a hard slog starting a full-time hour no. business on the side. You can just dip your toe in. As you go, you'll see what feels good. You'll see what resonates. You'll pick your platform based on the one you enjoy using. It just, 
it's it, there's so much flexibility out there. There's so mm-hmm. much opportunity out there. As long as you know how you can help somebody and how you can sell that, which is pretty easy, really, when you sit down with people like us who have done it before and can go, yeah, here's a, here's a few shortcuts for you. It's, yeah. yeah, it's never been easier. It's never been mm-hmm. more fun. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think also to add to that, I think that um, I want to add to that. It's okay if you change your mind again. Yes. Right? It's okay. You are not married to the thing that you're going to choose to do, let's say next week or next month, right? Like if you're called to be doing something, like for me, for example, right? Like I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be a photographer anymore. I really want to sell my my online group program, my membership, my Elementor templates. That's what I love and passionate about doing, but I'm not married to that. If I change my mind in six months, I can. Totally fine. Totally fine. And that's why a personal brand is so helpful, right? You can build your own brand based on your name, based on your personality, based on what you enjoy and your business can flow as a result Mm -hmm. from that. You know, I'm never going to be a personal organizer forever. I'm not only a a mini course maker. I'm not only a mastermind host or a speaker. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit of everything as it feels good as I go and things evolve over time. And your audience's needs evolve over time too. So it's kind of like Everybody evolves together. It works out really exactly. well. I have so many old domain names and business ideas that I just had to let go of because I just got pulled in different directions. And, <laughs> I, you know, I held them for a while. And this year I got all these Google reminders of, um, we're going to close this off because you haven't used it in eight years. I'm like, go for it, guys. <laughs> I think we I know, all I love that. it. <laughs> so if you had somebody sit down for a session with you, right, and say, okay, I feel like running my business is super hard work or I'm scared to jump into running my business because I don't want to have to work too hard at a second job or I want to make it light, I want to make it fun. What sort of steps would you encourage them to take? Because I know when I say to my clients, you've got to tune into your intuition, they go to me, yes, what does that look like? (laughs) Because they don't know how to do it. So do you have any steps that you'd advise people to take if they're like, okay, I want to enjoy my business more. I want to have more fun. How do I get into a mindset? How do I take action on actually making things more fun? I feel like I just made that super serious. What are the action steps I can take (laughs) to be fun? Oh, I, you know, Marissa, there's so many different ways we can get to the destination, right? But I think that if we, uh, I think that if someone said to me, like, the thing is, is that we're most of us who are here. And if you're listening to this, you're probably the same. We are creatives. We mm-hmm. are creative built. We're creative beings. And our, we have the, all of these ideas, right, in our brains. Like, we have all of these downloads, right? All the time. And so it's hard to sometimes like, I'm going through this with my friend. She has so many great ideas that she's stuck because she doesn't know where she's going if she's coming or going, right? So I think that it's important to, first of all, the first thing I'm going to say, start building your email list. If you're not doing it now, do that. Build the email list because that is gold mine, right? Like I know, I don't know about you, Marissa, but for me, like, I mean, I think probably 95% of the sales in my business come from my email list, right? So create that, that freebie or lead magnet or, you know, um, I mean, and there's so many resources out there. Actually, there's one in my freebie to, to help you create a lead magnet so that you can grow your email list. That's a really good place to start. If you've already done that, I think that 
I think that's sitting down and visualizing what your business can look like, making sort of like a plan, like a map, you know, and put yourself in the middle and then, you know, put like, okay, how are people going to find me? They're going to find me on Instagram. They're going to find me on Facebook and they're going to find me because I'm going to start a podcast or I already have a podcast. Great. And then they find you, they download that lead magnet, that freebie, they get onto your email list. Now you want to make sure that you're nurturing those people on your email list, right? So you want to make sure that you're not that person who, you know, they, they're in your email box and then they don't hear from you for a while, right? Like that's a mistake a lot of us make, I think. Them. Yeah. yeah. By no fault of ours, I think it's just that we just don't know where to go with them, right? Like I think because we're kind of like, hmm. I, you're, we're starting our business and then, and then, or lucky even not starting, even we've been at it, at this for a few years, but nurturing your community and your email is very important. It's as important as nurturing your, your followers on, on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you want to stay top of mind, even if you commit to one email per month, I think is so important. And then, <clears throat> you know, after that, whatever service you want to offer and, just focus on the one thing, right? Yeah. Like, I think like we get so caught up in, in all of these ideas, write them down, first of all, right? Yeah, like I, I have, do. right? Or have a, like a Trello board or an Asana board and write down your ideas, right? Because those are downloads. And then, but you need to be able to sit down and focus on, first of all, we're doing this because we want to make money. And most of us need to make money to be able to live, right? Mm-hmm. And so you want to focus on that thing that's going to bring in that money. And then you can, you know, share it with your email list and, and all those things. So focusing on the one thing, I, it's hard for a lot of us to do because we're, we have so many great ideas that we want to do all the things. But, <clears throat> you know, what is that one thing that you can work on and, and have it out there either on, on autopilot or even like as a, an upsell or a, an order bump or a tripwire on your freebie or coaching, whatever the case might be, right? So mm-hmm. just one day at a time. And the best advice I can give is probably not to overthink things. Yes. Because we, we do that way too much, especially females. I find we overthink the crap out of everything when really it doesn't matter. I always say, get whatever you're working on to a good enough and then send it, share it, leave it there. You Let can go of that need for perfection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. if we strive for perfection, we're never going to share anything. And people won't resonate with it because we won't sound like us because we'll have tweaked everything so much that our personality will be gone. I usually say to my clients, like when you're writing your weekly email, because I usually say, you know, weekly is a good balance, isn't it? If you think of one piece of content per week, that might be an hour or two out of your week. Not even that. Once you get started doing regular content, it's easier. You get into the flow, you get templates up and running. Mm -hmm. You know, you just copy and paste the one you did before and then write over the top. It's so much easier. Mm -hmm. But I say to people, remember the pen pal days when we were kids and we used to have, like, we'd write letters to our pen pal? I know. I had one. Like that. Yeah, I had one too. Write your your content email like that. Like you're talking to your pen pal or you're having coffee with your friend. Let your personality go through. I don't even mind if I have typos sometimes. Like sometimes I'll send my weekly email for beautifully organized and then I'll read it back later because I want to repurpose it for a Facebook post. And I'm like, oh, even with Grammarly, I had like two 
typos in there. I wrote ennoy instead of enjoy and I put it in capitals. Like it's pretty obvious to see it. Do you know how many people complain about my typos? Zero. 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 Exactly. They don't care. They like me as a person. They scan through and read it just as quickly as I type it. All I want to do is get my exciting news out for people or, or share something that made a difference in my life. And then they go and buy from there from a quick little PS at the end of the mm-hmm. email. Like it's, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be perfect. Imagine you're writing to your pen pal. The hardest work is already done then. Yeah. You know, this, the, this uh, friend that I have, she says, um, speak to the heart. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love so that. I think that it's important to, you know, me and you were the same, right? We're already, we're obvious, we're already positive human beings. And I was always like that. And so, I mean, if you're listening and you're like, you know, it's something that I need to work on, it's a skill that we develop over time and we get better and better at it. Yes. Right. So long as we're aware of maybe the negative thoughts or, you know, whatever you might be thinking, doing the self-development is very important. I think that doing, you know, that, that sometimes can be like, it's a chore sometimes, but it's important, right? Like, and I mean, it doesn't have to look like meditation and journaling every single day. I certainly don't do that because I don't, I don't enjoy it. So, right. And depending on um, the person that you are, um, do what feels good. Like me in the middle of the day, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I need a break. I'm going to have a bath. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly. fun for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's the same with meditation and journaling. Like I get it. It's very powerful stuff, but it's only powerful if you enjoy it. So for me, I can't do meditation by myself. I can listen to a guided meditation for five or 10 minutes at the start of my day and bam, I'm on fire, but I can't do it myself. I can't. Mm-hmm. Like I need somebody to walk me through it or my mind just goes la, 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 and I get mm-hmm. tons of ideas and then I'm like, crap, I should be meditating right now. doesn't, yeah. Same with journaling. Like yeah. when I try and journal, it's a bunch of really bad hand writing thought rambles they go on the page I never read them again I do enjoy that I get it out of my head but I feel like I don't journal the way people say you're supposed to journal so I rarely journal anymore and I I get most of my ideas when I have a bubble bath take a long shower have some time off I'm like you know what I'm gonna take more time off because that's when all my best ideas come my business I know I did on a cruise (laughs) exactly or just like going outside and being like the fresh air and nature yeah. right like i mean it's a getting cold here so canada Take slash a winter, winter yeah but today it's mild so it's nice but but do what feels right for you right there's no right or wrong and there's no secrets there's no magic recipe for this you have right. to do what feels aligned but do it like whatever that self-care looks like for you it's important to keep you in that place that's going to be like we have to do these things in order for us to continue having fun in our business yes one of right? my friends says care. protect the golden goose and you're like we're all the golden goose in our own business protect ourselves yes. nurture ourselves yes. make ourselves feel good and we get mm-hmm. more results from that yeah i totally agree yeah you and know I what think- i'm gonna add i'm gonna, sorry i'm gonna add something to that because that's something that i've kind of discovered over the last six months but protect yourself from too much consumption yes right right protect your email box protect your in your social media because it will be the death of you <laughs> yeah and it that's really all well imposter syndrome and comparisonitis comes from yes. anyway right yes yes right 
unsubscribe to the newsletters you're finding yourself being like oh i wish i was more and more like that or oh should i be doing it like this or unsubscribe unsubscribe feel good ones and that's yes yeah the feel good ones but be mindful of the content you consume because it can it can paralyze you it can keep you stuck i know because i've been there <laughs> yeah and i think mm-hmm. also that rule can apply to where you actually create your content as well like stick to the platform you enjoy being on don't feel like if you don't enjoy tiktok don't worry about going on tiktok you're not going to be consistent if you don't enjoy it anyway if exactly. you love podcasting do your podcast make that your number one priority outsource mm-hmm. or systemize the rest of your content repurposing from there just do the one you really enjoy as your main focus. If you love being on Instagram, if you could be on Instagram all day, it makes sense that that should be your platform too, right? Yeah. 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 It's not about, do I need to do, take a poll and do the data? I mean, for me, I know some people are data driven and I'm not going to take away from them, but you know, when people were like, oh, when you need to decide your social media platform, you have to survey all of your followers and find out where they are. I'm like, no, because I don't want to be there. I might not want to be on Facebook every day. You know, I want to No, I'm the same. Yeah. I don't, I don't listen. I don't listen to what they say. I'm yeah. like, I don't feel like being on LinkedIn, so I'm not going to be on LinkedIn. Oh, I'm so bad on LinkedIn. I'm not corporate <laughs> enough for LinkedIn. I'm not serious. I'm too woo-woo for LinkedIn. And I'm not even that woo-woo, really. Like, It's a different beast. Some people are really good at it. And if it feels good for you, then run with it. Yeah. Right? That's yes. the beauty of us being able to choose where we want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so true. So basically, I feel like our lessons of today are tune into how you're feeling, follow your intuitive pathway. If something feels fun, keep going. If you're not enjoying it, find a way to outsource or ditch it <laughs> <laughs> and go from there. And one one freebie, one sales offer, one content production method, just focus on those, especially in the first like one to three years of your business. Don't spread yourself too thin or you're going to burn out and hate it. One of everything gives you time and space to breathe and enjoy your business and your life as you run and grow it. I think that sums Mm -hmm. it up beautifully. Because we start our businesses because we want our businesses to work around our family, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's the beauty that we're not meant, we're not supposed to be starting a business and working 15 hours a day. No. Right. And plus, I'm sure that none of us want that. <laughs> no. Right. We can't fit it in and we shouldn't have to. Yeah. No, things can no. be easier. Yeah. Yes. We let them. Things, things are easy. Things are fun. And there is no hustle. Yes. Oh, this is why we get along so well. You speak <laughs> my language completely. All right. I yeah. want to share with everybody that freebie that you mentioned before, because you have a whole mini business in a box that's going to help people actually take the concepts that you talked about today and apply them to their own business so they can package their business up in a cute little fun and happy and easy way to run it. It gives them all the building blocks that they need so they don't have to search for them anymore. Do you want to tell us a bit more about what's in there? Absolutely. And so I'm really excited. It's a little like it's I used to have them all separate. And then I was like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm cool with giving them all in the one shot. So so I made like this, like you said, a mini business in a box. And so it includes some some of the amazing stock photos that I've shot. And it includes also that workbook that's going to help you create that irresistible, irresistible lead magnet that converts. And mm-hmm. Again, I've kept it 
really simple because that's the way I roll. Um, but I also have a free guide on helping you plan and show up like a pro, right? And without overthinking it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. No overwhelm then. No overwhelm. And I also have a checklist. It's a boss babe toolkits. So basically the tools that I use in my business, um, you know, that, that they're the main go-tos. Oh, and the so tech that, stuff. I love yes. That. Yes. The tech stuff, because I don't know about you, but when we start or even after we start, sometimes it's like, what are other people using, you know? And so yeah. I always loved a good toolkit. And yeah. then of course, some desktop wallpaper, desktop wallpapers with affirmations and quotes. Oh, I love that. So as soon as you actually start work for the day, you've got something positive going right at you straight away. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm going to be adding, uh, I'm going to be adding an an extra thing to this free uh, bundle, Um, a collection, a small collection of Canva templates. I just have to figure out what, what maybe maybe i'll maybe it'll be a canva template to create that freebie that's a good idea yes yes that's what i'll do done i'm gonna add it to that page (laughs) that's gonna be so awesome guys your whole year for next year is covered in this one mini business box and it's totally free so i'm gonna leave the link in the show notes so you can access it nice and easy if you're kind of stuck in should i shouldn't i or you're in overwhelm or you're like man i've dived in deep and i'm trying too many things and i don't know which one's going to succeed okay go ahead and get julie's mini business box because that's going to clear the pathway for you and you're going to save so much time because you're not going to be fingers in lots of little pies or whatever the saying is there's a saying about don't put your fingers in too many pots or pie. i don't know but don't do too pie. much stuff <laughs> i love pie <laughs> yeah i love pie too <laughs> all right that is going to really really help everybody guys i hope that you have enjoyed this conversation as much as i've loved having it with julie i'm so glad i had you on the show today julie and everybody else gets to meet you too because you have been such a positive influence on me this year when you ran your summit and I was working with you for that the whole vibe of the summit was fun and light and breezy and enjoyable and it felt like it was a fun creative project almost like when you tell yourself I need to do something creative to pull myself away from the drudgery of work it's like we didn't need that it was like work and creative at the same time it was beautiful so it was such a good experience I just knew I wanted everybody who listened to the show to meet you too so thank you for being here thank you so much and you know what that summit was me listening listening to the opportunities that came to me. Oh, yeah, following yes. your intuitive hits. Yes, yeah. yes, and uh, am I ever glad I did. And oh. also spring edition coming to you. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, counting yeah. for that. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I was going to officially send you an email. <laughs> yay. Okay, I mean, for sure. Oh, also, okay. if it's okay with you, can I leave your website link and your Instagram handle in the show notes too so people can find yes. you if they want to chat? Yes, please. Absolutely. Okay, we'll do that. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you're here. It was such a great chat. We will Mm -hmm. see you next week, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.